0: All right, and welcome back to another episode of Who's Lifting Today. We're going to be talking about the differences between uh, body weight strength training and lifting weights strength training, Uh, kind of the idea that we're going to compare, you know, things like push-ups and pull-ups, things like that to, you know, maybe like a barbell squat or a barbell deadlift and kind of what the differences are. Um, And when I work with Uh, a lot of the clients that I work with, like either want to excel in both, or maybe they have one in particular that they want to focus towards. And while there definitely is similarities in the training, there's also some key differences that are worth noting. And so if you have a preference over one over the other, uh, it could be worth noting and changing kind of your programming or what exercises you choose based on which one matters more to you. I've worked with women who, you know, just want to be really good at push-ups. Or I've worked with women who like, you know, want a 200, 300 pound deadlift. And while strength training has some like universal concepts, there's also some differences. And if you're training just for a body weight goal, As opposed to uh, lifting weights and we should talk about what those are so that you can kind of make the best decision for you what I will say is while there are differences that exist here you can train both this is not you know I'm going to kind of talk about frequency and intensities and things like that but really if you want to excel in both like pull-ups and squats um, they're not exclusive to each other and you can do that kind of like with any goal Um, If you really specialize in something, you'll probably reach that goal faster, but that doesn't mean that you can't achieve multiple goals, including some bodyweight strength training goals and uh, goals that revolve around... Uh, lifting weights and I'm going to use the examples pull-ups and push-ups here. There obviously are other bodyweight goals that exist but those seem to be the most universal and the most common that I um, see so those are going to be the ones that are going to be used as examples for this and for lifting weight goals we'll probably talk about squatting or deadlifting just because that is That tends to be the focus of the people who listen to the podcast as well as the women that I help on Instagram and through my coaching program, so we're going to really focus on those, but these rules do not apply specifically to those exercises. I'm just going to be using those as examples, and the first thing we should talk about is kind of how taxing these are on the body. When we're looking at like uh, barbell squatting or we're looking at barbell deadlifting, these are... More taxing on the body than say pull ups or push ups. And in general, lifting weights is going to be more taxing on the body than body weight exercises. And there's like various reasons for that. Um, But at the end of the day, like neurologically, you know, must like um, the effect on the muscle is that they're more taxing when you're lifting weights compared to bodyweight exercises. Now, what does this mean in terms of frequency of training is that when something is less taxing on the body, that means you can do it more often so as kind of like you know we're going to compare a heavy deadlift to say like push-ups as an example where like heavy deadlifts are very taxing on the body and so you can't do them you know five times a week as an example because you'll just burn out either like from a neurological standpoint or like you'll just get hurt or something terrible will go wrong and so you can't lift heavy every single time uh your body just can't take it maybe with the exception of people who are on some kind of enhancing drugs which i'm going to assume you are not uh, for this conversation if so this might not apply to you i apologize um But for things like push-ups and pull-ups, they are less taxing on the body, which means you can actually do them more. So as kind of an example, like if you have a push-up goal, you can probably do push-up training three to four days a week uh, and be totally fine, even potentially five. Uh, There's a client that I'm working with right now who is actually like one of her goals is to be able to do 20 push-ups in a row. Um, and that's like her main focus and she can do push-up training like four days a week. And we have been doing that and that's been totally fine. Like it's, um, and she's able to recover from that and she's able to, um, continue improving and not need a ton of rest as opposed to, you know, I have another client who has like, she wants to deadlift as much weight as possible. She's getting into the two hundreds. Um, she can only deadlift like twice a week, potentially could add a third, But that would be much more taxing on the body. And if we did add a third day, it would have to be pretty light. So it would not be a heavy deadlift day. It might be like a dumbbell Romanian deadlift or like a variation of deadlifting that is like not super taxing on the body. So if you have a bodyweight goal, you're able to, you know, have more frequency per week as opposed to uh, deadlifting or squatting or really any like lifting weight goal where you're going to need to take more rest days just by like kind of the nature of the game. Um, so that's like a big factor that's considered with your programming is that if you have a lot of body weight goals, you might actually have more days of training, um, as opposed to lifting weights where you might have less. And th- these aren't what I would say is that if you have both, you should probably lean more on the side of the exercises that are more taxing, um, and kind of go from there, you can make your programming where like, maybe you do push ups three times a week, uh, and you're deadlifting twice a week. But uh, in reality, you kind of have to cater to the exercises that are the most taxing when you're building your program. And I think, like, that's very important. And also, when we're talking about things that are taxing on the body, um, it, like, accumulates as opposed to, like, being different. You don't have a separate body when you're doing push-ups versus when you have a separate body doing deadlifts. It's all one body, and they all, like, have, like, it's at the same level. You know, it's just adding onto the taxing, which is why you have to cater to, like, at the heavy deadlift as opposed to, like, the push-up goal. Now, this is, I think, a very important thing that isn't talked about enough is that when we're talking about a body weight goal, what it means is that you are lifting your body as part of the exercise. I know that's like fairly obvious, but bear with me here. And for the lifting weight goal, the weight is the weight that you're lifting. So you're deadlifting. The weight on the bar or the, the dumbbells that you're holding is the weight. What's important about this is that your body weight is going to dictate how difficult these exercises are. So let's take a pull-up as an example. So if you're hundred pounds, like um, a pull-up goal is by nature going to be easier than someone who has a who's 200 pounds like, and they're in just very simply that the person within a bigger body, like you're lifting more weight. So which means that the task itself is going to be more difficult. That doesn't mean that you can't be good at body weight goals, that they're not worth shooting for if you are a person in a bigger body. But what that means is that the success um, of those might take longer and might require more work than someone who is in a smaller body as kind of an example. And so um, this is kind of why body weight exercises are like really hard to compare from person to person because everyone's body weight is different and the people who, you know, um, a person who is a hundred pounds doing like a set of 10 for pull-ups, um, you could see as like less impressive than someone who's 200 pounds doing literally one rep uh, because the goal is very different. And, you know, kind of, if you wanted, this isn't the best way to compare, but this is is kind of the best that we could exist if we wanted to compare is that it would be the equivalent of like putting a hundred pound waist, a hundred pound vest um, on the smaller body. And then you would have to compare and kind of go from there. And that's not really like how we do training, nor is it like necessary to compare anyways. But what I think is important is that like your body weight is going to, affect how difficult these exercises are just by the nature of the fact that like if you weigh 200 pounds you are lifting 200 pounds if you are you know You have to pull up 200 pounds. If you're doing a push-up, you have to push off from the ground 200 pounds. And so these goals might just take longer. And there's nothing wrong with that inherently. And I still think that if you are a person in a bigger body, having body weight goals is still very valuable. There's a ton of functionality um, that exists with that and they're important life skills. But just note that that might take longer. That's why kind of like for myself, like I've talked a lot about deadlifting your body weight in 90 days because I think pretty much everyone could do that. If we're talking about getting your first pull-up a lot of this kind of depends on like your body weight unfortunately that like yeah some people might be able to do it in 90 days um but if you're in a bigger body like it just might take longer just because you have more to lift so that's like the one thing that i would say about that now the reverse is true for lifting weights that let's say you have two women who want to get to 200 pound deadlift one is 200 pounds one is 100 pounds these are the numbers we're going to use these numbers are like not super important but bear with me here is that If you're a person with a bigger body, getting to that 200 pounds is going to be easier for the most part. Um, Almost always that like someone who is larger uh, tends to have an easier time lifting more weight. Um, As opposed to someone who's 100 pounds where someone who is, you know, they're going to have a harder time getting to that 100 pounds. And part of that is that it's just so much more weight compared to their body. Um, What I would say is like, you know, this is why I make the distinction on like, can you deadlift your body weight in 90 days? Um, So it's specific to your body weight is that like, if you're a person who is 185 pounds, or let's keep with 200, if someone's 200 pounds, getting to 200 is going to be a lot easier than someone who's 100 pounds, you know, getting, uh, getting to 200 pounds, but you could do kind of the comparison on you know, might be just as easy to get to a hundred pounds for the hundred pound person than as for 200 pounds for the 200 pound person. So it kind of flips on the other way. And that's like important, so, you know, there's kind of just pros and cons to both. And this is also why we have weight class sports is that, you know, it would be, um, incredibly unfair for the 200 pound person to compete in the 100 pound person in powerlifting. Like this, the, the we weight class them for this reason. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just it would just be unbelievably unfair if you just had like an open category. Um, there are some lighter lifters that are like really, really impressive. But when we call a, a lighter a lifter impressive, it's kind of in correlation to their body weight, not just like lifting in general. With the exception of like really good lifters like Steffi Cohen, who's just like um, truthfully one of a kind and like honestly not a good example for a kind of conversation like this. She's an exception in many ways. Um, definitely look her up though if you don't know her now. One thing that's also worth noting is, and this is going to seem like an obvious point, but if you're lifting weights, you need weights. That's like, it's a very, very obvious thing. And like to get better at deadlifting, you need a deadlift bar or like some kind of weight to like keep going if your goal, you know, and as for body weight goals, you can kind of get away with less equipment, a pull-up bar. You would need a pull-up bar to get better at pull-ups, but like push-ups, pistol squats, things like that, you're just going to need less equipment now for someone who is uh doing push-up goals it doesn't mean that you can't benefit from lifting weights as part of the goal but it's not mandatory as opposed to someone with a deadlift goal where yeah you're going to you're you're going to need a deadlift bar like it's kind of the idea that like if you have that goal like you really do need the equipment to get better at it um that's kind of like a more obvious point but i think it's still worth noting um is that bodyweight goals are like more minimalist in their style now one thing that's worth noting, and for anyone who's really into body weight training, they may or may not like that I'm talking about this, but um, it is easier to put on muscle mass with a lifting weight goal um, than it is with a body weight goal. This does not mean that you can't put on muscle mass with a body weight goal. You absolutely can over time, um, but there's definitely studies showing that like body weight goals tend to produce uh, less muscle mass like over time uh, with someone who's like equally as dedicated than someone who's lifting weights. Uh, you're just gonna be able to, on more muscle mass through lifting weights and you don't need to care about muscle mass in terms of like you know how it makes you look but you could really care about this in terms of like the health benefits it has from having more muscle mass as kind of an example um and i you know i I, whenever i talk about adding muscle mass i don't talk about in like an aesthetic way i talk about like it's just a good thing to have um it helps for later in life it helps decrease fall risk, it helps you, you know, it actually just helps you become healthier in a lot of ways. And so I'm a big advocate for uh, focusing on adding muscle. And if you want to get stronger at the end of the day, like muscle moves weight. So the more muscle that you have, it kind of increases your like strength potential. But if your goal is to put on muscle mass, body weight exercises are going to be less effective than lifting weights. And there's like pretty clear data on that now. So those are the main difference differences, uh, I don't want your takeaway to be from this is that you have to choose one or the other. I have many clients who have both body weight goals and lifting weight goals. But what I would say is that if you're going to approach them, or you're going to do your own programming, that it's going to be different. And that the body weight goal is probably going to have like more frequency, um, but less intensity, you might require more reps as kind of an example to really benefit from that. Um, As opposed to the lifting weights goal where you could probably get benefit from less reps in general, it's going to be more taxing on the body. And so you need to uh, have more rest days for like, say, like a heavy deadlift goal versus like a pushup goal. Um, And that's like what I would say for there. And like your own body weight is also going to be a factor. Uh, It doesn't mean you need to like weigh yourself or anything for that process. But like if you're in a bigger body, just know that the body weight goal might come slower than like maybe getting like a heavy squat goal as kind of an example. Let me know what you think. Let me know if this clears things up. Uh, you can find me at Training Strong Women on my Instagram. You can find me on my email, strongwithmark at gmail.com. And I'm actually on Clubhouse now, which I'm having a really fun time with. So I, I encourage you guys to check me out there um, and like join some of the conversations. If you have any like direct questions or you want to ask something live, uh, I, it's just my name on Clubhouse at Mark Breeden, uh, B-R-2-E-S-D-O-N. And I hope that this was helpful. But this has been another episode of Who's Lifting Today?